So hello Leo listeners, Cara here from leolistening.com where I help bookworms and vocab nerds break free from subtitles. So if that's you, keep watching. Um, so last week on the blog we had an amazing, I think it's one of the best posts uh, on there, um, guest post from Trisha at Vagabond English where she talked about using books and other types of literature to better understand the films that you watch so you can get rid of the subtitles. And one of the book and film pairs that Trisha and I absolutely love and that we talked about when we were discussing um, putting together this article is Never Let Me Go. And I can never remember the name of the author. He's Japanese. He won the Nobel Prize for Literature this year. So go look up the Nobel Prize. And in 2010, the film came out. So it's a few years old now. I remember seeing it at the cinema and I came out of the cinema and I was like, did that actually happen at some period of time? Um, the the book and film are, are based in a kind of dystopian society, um, although it, it looks and feels very similar to our own. And I think that's why I came out thinking, geez, did that actually happen? Um, so a really haunting um, book and film pair and, and my task now actually is to read the book but what I'm doing with you for the next few weeks is helping you understand the film because even if you have read the book and you've implemented Trisha's tips there's always going to be some difficulties when you come to actually watching the film and I don't blame you and in fact the first thing I want to just say and reiterate as I always do on this blog is that movie dialogue is tough I've been open about bits of movie dialogue that I haven't understood in the past and, you know, I'm a native speaker, so there's obviously some kind of problem with movie dialogue. So before we get into why I think it's difficult and, and some ways to kind of fix that, the first thing I just want to say to you is congratulations, well done, because if you're listening to me or reading this blog, that means you're already really quite good at English and... Uh, you know, extra things like watching films without subtitles, that's just kind of the icing on the cake. So, and the fact that you're watching films in English anyway, which is a tough thing to do, it's tough to watch entire films in, in a language that's not your native language. I just want to say, you know, congratulations, well done. Take the time to congratulate yourself and feel good about what you're doing. You're making a hell of an effort and you're doing something really hard with your free time. So, you know, don't feel bad about it because you can't fix this problem coming from a place of frustration and, and guilt and feeling bad about yourself. So let's start just by feeling good about it. Right. Um, as to why movie dialogue is tough, so I've come up with this brilliant analogy. You're going to love it. So the way I see it, watching a movie is a bit like, um, you know, sometimes you see like survival specialists like Bear Grylls, they get taken in a helicopter um, into the middle of nowhere and they get kicked out of the helicopter like with a parachute you know and into the wilderness and they have to find their way back to civilization so I feel like watching a film is a, is a bit like being dumped in the middle of nowhere so you you know you you discover this universe these characters you don't really know anything about them it's all a bit mysterious and enigmatic at the beginning um, and gradually you get your bearings. So if you can imagine, you know, in the wilderness, okay, you start to realize, right, if the sun is here, the stars are here, that means north is here. So I need to go this way. I don't know how that works, but that's what I imagine. Or there's a river, you know, if I follow the river, okay, I can find my way back. Um, 
so it, it takes you a while to kind of figure out um, where you are and what's happening. So I feel like that's what watching a film is like, even when you watch in your native language. I mean, there are loads of films where I'm like, after a few minutes, I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> you know, who the hell is this character? Like, what are they doing? Um, whereas watching, for example, a TV series, it's a bit like driving or walking to work, you know, commuting on a kind of doing a journey that's familiar to you. So, you know, you go down the same road, you're crossing the same streets, going around the same roundabouts. The details might change. So like, you know, one day it will be sunny, another day it might rain. You might see, you'll see different people walking down the street, whatever. But ultimately, you know what to expect. When you watch a TV series, you know, you know where it's set, you know who the characters are, you know more or less what they're going to talk about. So, uh, you know, when you do compare being dumped in the wilderness with your daily commute, I mean, there's really no comparison. It's obviously um, <laughs> a lot tougher. So, um, you know, that's why I think films can be so much harder, especially when compared um, to series. So now the advantage with Never Let Me Go is that the accents are mostly standard British English because you've got Keira Knightley, um, Carrie Mulligan and uh, Andrew, is that his name? Andrew Garfield? That always makes me laugh. Makes me think of the cat. Um, and, you know, especially with an actress like Keira Knightley, I mean, we've seen her in so many films. We know how she talks. She doesn't generally do like fancy accents. She always kind of talks in her, in her accent. But the other problem is that, um, uh, the actors are all quite softly spoken everything's a bit mysterious we're in this kind of alternate universe that looks so similar to our own and yet there's some weird stuff going on and we don't initially know what it is so you can get kind of lost in that atmosphere and not really know um you know what what exactly is going on um even though trisha said you know it's i think it's carrie mulligan doing the narration and she's speaking quite clearly. So, I mean, we have some elements that help us, but we also have some things that just are damn confusing. Um, so what I wanted to do today was just give you some really easy tips just to make your life easier and kind of stop, stop struggling so much and panicking so much and worrying. Because what I don't want you doing is sort of trying to watch it all without the subtitles and then panicking and rewinding bits and re-listening and, you know, taking six hours to watch the film. I mean, you should just be enjoying the film initially. Okay, and then in the next few weeks, we're going to go into more detail about how to really kind of understand it from a, a technical point of view. So my first tip is just, just, just watch it with the subtitles. It's okay. You are totally allowed to watch it with the subtitles. Um, and then that way you, um, you know, at least you know what's going on. I mean, look, it's always a compromise because of course, when, if you're concentrating on the subtitles, that means you're not concentrating on other things. You're not looking at people's, you know, lips or facial expressions. Uh, you're not getting the sort of subtle clues from the, the, the decor and the scenery and everything. So it's a compromise, of course. It's tiring. I mean, I know some people refuse to do it, but at least you'll know what's going on. Okay, um, a tip that I love from my friend and colleague Elfin who teaches Italian and, and focuses on watching um, movies in Italian is just watch the film with the subtitles on for a bit and then the subtitles off for a bit. So, I mean, to make it really simple to kind of reduce the decision fatigue, you can just literally put the subtitles on for 10 minutes and then switch them off for 10 minutes 
or 15 or, you know, whatever. Or, uh, you know, you could, you could decide, okay, this scene is really impossible. I'm putting them on for this scene and then maybe the next scene I won't need them. So that way you're kind of, you know, balancing your time between reading the subtitles and then using other clues when you're not watching with the subtitles. Um, Trisha also mentioned in her post watching it in blocks. So the thing that I don't like about films is, um, even though some films don't have that so much dialogue or, you know, but this is quite a dialogue heavy film. So a good idea is to watch it in blocks rather than watching the whole two hours in one go, which can be very tiring. Um, you could just watch it kind of in 20 or 30 minute blocks, kind of divide it up. And then, and then that way um, you've got the time to process it a bit better and you're less tired at the end of each kind of block. Um, you can, of course, read the book first. So for tips on the best ways to um, do that, then you can go and check out Trisha's post from last week. It's amazing. Um, other things you can you can read or consult before watching the film are things like you could go onto uh, IMDb, Internet Movie Database. Um, you could go on to Rotten Tomatoes, look at the review. Um, you could even go on to Wikipedia. There's a very, very good, detailed Wikipedia page for Never Let Me Go. But the only thing is, there are spoilers on that page. So if you read the section about the plot, I mean, you'll find out the ending. So just be careful when you're consulting this kind of information that you're not um, spoiling the film for yourself. Um, same thing with things like you could watch interviews with the actors or the director or watch, you know, reviews on YouTube of the film and then that will give you an idea of what's, um, of what it's about at least. Okay. But again, beware of, um, spoilers. You could also watch the trailer. That was another idea I had. Although sometimes I find that trailers can be really hard to understand compared to the original film. So proceed with caution when it comes to the trailer. Okay, so today was all about, you know, kind of not panicking so much, realizing the movie dialogue is tough. It is being dropped out of the helicopter into the wilderness. So you've got, you don't need to feel bad about it. There's a few things you can do that I talked about to make watching it easier. Um, we will get to watching it without the subtitles, don't worry. But just for today, we're kind of, not panicking, we're just taking it easy, we're watching with the subtitles if need be, and feeling good and just enjoying an amazing film. Right, so for the next few weeks over in my subtitle Freedom, Freedom Club, we mentioned this with in Trisha's post last week, we are going to be discussing the book and the film, and also just book and film pairs in, in general. Um, so we'd really love for you to come and join the discussion over there. So I'll put the link. That's my group on Facebook, the Subtitle Freedom Club. So I really look forward to seeing you over there to talk about Never Let Me Go and, um, you know, discuss other book film combos that you love. All right. Thanks for watching. See you soon.